Welcome to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Chris Fivoli, Staff Actuary, Communications and Public Affairs at the CIA. Today, we will be discussing the 15th Annual Survey of Emerging Risks, a report sponsored by the CIA, along with the Society of Actuaries and the Casualty Actuarial Society. Joining us to provide an overview of the report is the author, Max Rudolph, who is also a fellow of the SOA. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks, Chris. I'm a big fan of the Seeing Beyond Risk podcast, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, fantastic. So to start off, maybe just uh, remind us what's the background around this report for anyone who's not familiar with it. Yeah, well, Chris, as, as you mentioned, this is the 15th iteration of the survey. started way back in 2008, which if you think about what year that was, that gives us some really great data points to start off the survey with. But it is a survey, so having uh, respondents providing their opinions is the important thing. I interpret the results, but it's not my opinion. I make sure I'm not saying something that's not in the data. The survey is co-sponsored by CIA and the CAS and SOA through the Joint Risk Management section. We pulled data from mid-November, so that provides some consistency between the surveys. And many of the questions remain stable over time. So we can get some good trending analysis done. We put out the quick hitter report of the key findings you know, now that we're talking about, and then the full report where I, I look for narratives among the qualitative responses as well as the other quantitative responses. That comes later in the year. Okay, great. Now, there's a lot of good information in there, so we'll just touch on a few items in our conversation today. What was the key finding that really surprised you the most in this year's edition of the survey? The consistency in many parts of the survey is really remarkable and allows me to focus on the trends, which I'm really happy about because that kind of gives credibility to the survey itself. But this year, the resurgence of economic risks is a little bit troubling. Respondents are worried more about energy prices and currencies in particular, and they move to levels that we haven't seen in many years. And that's not really surprising. Now, another thing in this edition, which was new, there was a question regarding what we call the great resignation. So if you could just maybe for anyone not familiar with the term, just sort of recap what we're talking about. And then what sort of insights on it did you get from the survey this year? Yeah, the great resignation is also called the big quit. And it really deals with people that during the pandemic took a step back and said, well, what do I really want to do with my life? You know, do I want to be working in this job? Do I want to try something different? Do I want to go out on my own and become a gig worker? And we've seen a lot of people do a lot of different things. So for the survey, each year we rotate in a couple of new questions. And this year, the JRMS wanted to know if insurance risk teams in particular had been impacted by the great resignation through depleted staff and also hiring challenges. And you know, listeners probably already know that the answer was yes to both at many companies. We had over 60% said that it had impacted them in one or more ways. And we gave them four different choices and 10% said they were impacted by each one of the four. So over half lost staff about one in five lost a key staff member. And then about two out of five had trouble hiring staff and just as many struggled to find experienced staff. And this is going to be a real challenge, I think, going forward over the next several years, is especially if some event is triggered and we have a large risk event. My own experience is that the risk team tends to be heavily recruited internally within an insurance company. So the other areas needing staff will be potentially stealing some pretty experienced risk managers. Okay, that's interesting. Now, in the survey, 
Can you give us some insights when you look at the results, talking about responses to questions on current risks compared to the response to questions that deal with emerging risks? So basically where we are today compared to where we see things going in the future. What sort of insights do you have there? Yeah, and that's probably the first thing that I look at when I get the new batch of data, because there's lots of risk surveys that come out early in the year. And I feel that ours does a pretty good job of asking consistent questions over time so we can trend the responses. And time horizon of our survey tends to be longer than others that focus only on this year's top risks. And so they have a different set of risks every year. We try to maintain the same set of 23 risks. Pandemic risk is a great example over the last couple of years, not surprisingly. Last year, it it spiked. As a current risk, it went from 2% of the respondents saying it was the top current risk to 45%. So just the biggest spike we've had in any risk during the survey. And when asked about the top emerging risk, it also grew from 2% to 8%. Uh, Of course, this year, both of those categories, pandemics fell back, reflecting the recency bias that we all suffer from. But pandemics are still third among emerging risks behind climate change and cyber. uh, And it remains the top current risk at 27%, which means that one out of four respondents felt that pandemics was the top current risk that they were dealing with. And we want respondents to think out beyond their tactical time plan horizons. So So I feel like these results do confirm the credibility of the survey, that they make sense. There's a certain common sense portion to the results that we try to make sure it continues from one year to the next. Okay, great. Well, we certainly encourage everybody to visit the CIA website where you can find uh, information related to the survey as it's released. Max, thanks very much for joining us today to talk about the survey. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. We now have over 100 episodes in our podcast series, so we certainly encourage you to subscribe. And you can do so through whatever platform you use to get your podcast content. And if you like today's episode, we would ask you to leave us a five-star rating or a comment. And we'd also like to hear from you. So if you have any suggestions or episode ideas, you can send them to podcasts at cia-ica.ca. And as well, we're always looking for content for our Seeing Beyond Risk blog. So if you have some ideas you would like to share, you can reach us at seeingbeyondrisk at cia-ica.ca. Until next time, I'm Chris Fivoli, and thank you for tuning in to Seeing Beyond Risk.